Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right, hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey, I'm John Hall. Wow. That's an exuberant Friday morning, John Hall. How the fuck That is you, the John most Hall? you're going to get out of me today. Is that it? That was a peak call. And now, and now I'm just going to shut <laughs> that down. That was the crescendo, and now we taper into the whatever it's called. The uh, the malaise of uh, – no, man. Fridays. I, this is like week – I don't even know how many that I haven't been in my regular office. Uh, you mean the basement? Is, 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 yeah, the basement, the layer um construction continues maybe by the next time we do a round of shows i might be back there i don't know are just you are a, you just a, are you just a man adrift no buoy no I, I i am it, it 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 depends on like the time of day now and because everything is out of the basement like the back room isn't open and sometimes i'm upstairs but then even in the dead of winter whenever i'm upstairs uh, my neighbor likes to use their their uh, leaf blower, and it's just like <gasps> mm-hmm. they're it's just like they're watching me, like waiting for me to go on air so that they can start a leaf blower in fucking you February. You should check if their leaf blower is powerful enough to blow the plastic off the dining room chairs. <laughs> I was about to ask if the plastic has come off. <laughs> See what no, I did? Oh, yeah, no, so proud of myself. That's di- like a six week call. On the dining room I chairs. nailed that. Um, but the dining room table is now filled with all of the, uh, uh, the aftermath of Valentine's day. And, uh, when you have a first grader, all of the various arts and craft projects and, and, and <laughs> crap that, uh, that gets sent home. Um, can so I, I, I know, I know we got so to get into Tyler in a minute, but I, I, I'm very curious about Hi, this. Tyler. When I was growing up Hello. on Valentine's <laughs> day. Yes. Um, you'd just do cards, right? You'd fill out like little yeah. cards that had cartoon characters or something on it. Yep. It I choo choo choose you. Right, exactly. Right. And then that was it. And everybody would have like a little paper bag on their desk. No, the cool like kids threw some candy in the card. I I don't know about that. I see. I well, again, I feel like in second cool grade, kids. there was a girl, Jenny Isaacson, I had a crush on. And I distinctly remember there being like a red heart shaped lollipop within my choo choo choose you card. And Too hoping hard. for the moon at how old are you in second grade? How old's Hannah now? What grade is she in? Uh, first. So, so, and how old is yeah, she now? Yeah. So, so, so make me eight. So, eight year old Augie was sure it was, you know, too blave. Um, and I was, I was super excited, but, you know, it turned out just candy and everybody. All right, got so, one. we just did, so we just did the cards, right? And then this bag, the shopping bag comes home on Valentine's Day. And all the and it's all and it's all like dollar store plastic crap. It's all destined right. for 
and fill um, of, you know, little balls or like finger puppets or uh, pencils or things. So it's not, you know. So what I'm hearing you say yeah. is you find it, uh, you finally found a place to get rid of all those fifth anniversary t-shirts in your basement. <laughs> For Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. Just, eight, just first graders running around Edison, New Jersey in STB fucking record long playing t-shirts. Yeah, that's um so it's six anniversary. So now now <laughs> in the, now going forward, we're going to have to keep up with the Joneses and you know come up with you know with some garbage to throw in there. And I like the idea of the t-shirts. Anyway, I'm not. At I'll the give you a ton of O-Dub stickers because it's all filled with them. Valentine's Day crap. So I am now sitting in the living room in a chair with my laptop on my on 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 my knee. So I'll give you anyway, a ton of 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 O-Dub stickers if you yeah. want. Yeah. Hey stickers. Tyler, thanks for coming. I'm sorry we're. Hey out of Tyler. And, um, <laughs> Tyler it was hey, nice having you. Good. good job. Thanks. Thanks for having me. How you doing, pal? Um. So let's properly introduce Tyler. Tyler is at Blind House in Roanoke. Um, Correct. But we met you at Chief's place in 19 at whatever back when you were with, with someone else. And I guess yep. that was me and me and Justin. But catch us up. Tell us about Blind House. Kennedy actually wrote some personal notes, which probably means your breweries next to his mom's house or something. But yeah, he it's said, two hours down the road. <laughs> but but oh, really? give us give us the fill in on what Blind House is and what your ambitions are. Sure. Yeah. So we started, uh, let's see, about 10 months ago, back in uh, last April. Um, and we focus on mixed culture, Saison brewing. Um, Ooh, dirty, so dirty. Lots of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, lots of oak aging, um, extended, extended time with our, with our house mixed culture, uh, incorporating different botanicals, different fruits, uh, seasonal ingredients. And then, uh, we do that, that all goes into, uh, 750 bottles. Um, and then we do a little bit of kind of traditional Belgian ales as like draft only options. So Belgian pale ales, um, things of that nature. So you've been at this for a full child's gestation and you haven't been forced to make a citra motueka hazy yet not yet not yet look at you still still holding out job, holding out strong now do you resist <laughs> it or you know what i mean like like i so, can never do that because i want one to drink but there's uh, also enough out there that i don't know that if i started curtain today i would make them as much right yeah i mean it's not it's not anything against the style i enjoy it plenty okay. um brewed a lot of it at, at my former brewery triple crossing but um it's more it's more to do with kind of the limitations um so i don't have brewing equipment here i brew off site uh and end up trucking wort uh over to my facility and do the fermentation Neat. here doing the ibc um, tote. yeah 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 yep the ibc now, tote. so are you cool shipping or are you just literally not cool shipping um are you knocking down your work in a truck like knocking down 212 degrees in the tote and 70 oh no so it it would go through (laughs) yeah it would go through the chiller uh before getting into the truck Mm -hmm. so it's it's at fermentation temp Uh, and then and then uh we open ferments i've got a big uh square open fermenter 
Um, so I'll, I'll pump that from the truck uh, into the fermenter and then pitch our house yeast and let that go for, for about a week and then either send it into oak uh, for long-term aging or um, we'll do some like slightly shorter turnaround stainless stuff. Little hey, oak, big I... oak, or both? What's that? Little oak, big oak, or both? Like fooder and oh, barrels? Um, or... Little oak, just little oak okay. for now. Yeah, so All we've right. got, yeah, just some standard wine barrels. Are you doing, are you kind of, so anybody who does what you're doing, I find tends to do a big spring and fall production, work through the beer and the, summer winter and then make a whole big batch again and start pulling out at different points is that the program or are you are you brewing kind of super regularly i would say that's yeah that's generally i mean um we haven't gone through you know yeah, i'm sorry you're only nine months yet, old right so, right right, right. Gotcha. yeah that's so i haven't totally established to a trend no no but um but that's kind of the idea is uh building up that stock i generally brew about once or twice a month um and it's usually 10 barrel ish batches oh, yeah. um and and yeah trying to trying to focus that production away from the summertime just because it gets a little trickier uh during now, those months that's awesome so around here the only guy we have really doing it's not bad what's going on did Cass just jump yeah, in? And Cass just oh, joined, hey. and he's not on mute. Hello. Oh, yeah. sorry, guys. I, I, Hi, I Cass. thought I was on mute. Hi, Cass. You sounded a little bit like Grover. And since John and I have been dialoguing <laughs> on Grover, I'm, I'm super confused. I was like, is John just, just getting back in from my morning Grover round saying hi to my son? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. That's awesome. Welcome, Cass. It's nice to have here you, buddy. Go. I'm glad you made it. All right, so let's get back, let's get back to, uh, to Tyler here. And what's going on? So around here, the only guy we have, or the only guy that really springs to mind who's doing like near what you're doing is somebody like the referend who right. moved out of Jersey, but it's close. But it, it, well, Pennsylvania close, you know, it's around here. Um, but when I think of what you're doing, for some reason, it might just be because Justin produces the show and Hall's enthusiastic about certain people, but when I envision the country, I envision a, a depth of your type of market in the greater uh, that region, right? I think of Brandon. Roanoke Metroplex. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, all the southern states are one state. But but I, I just imagine there's I get I guess what I'm asking is, are you having to convince people to give it a try and finding people who like it? Or is there enough of a web of mixed culture brewers down there that that they know to come to you and you you don't have to do a ton of explaining um it's it's a bit of a mix i would say like locally within roanoke um there's a bit more kind of education and explaining that goes into it um people here are just a little less less familiar with you know mixed culture brewing and what what our approach is um but i find that they're they're kind of looking for something new, you know, we're the new spot and they're open to, to trying something out. So we're, we're kind of here guiding them through it and, and uh, pointing them in a certain direction, asking them what they typically like. And we're usually able to, to find something for them. 
But then we also have, um, you know, traffic that comes through from Asheville, uh, North Carolina. Um, that's a little bit more familiar with what we're doing. So, so we're getting a little bit of, of both, I would say. Cool. Yeah. Bud ruined a good mix from Ent beer in Asheville, right? Am I wrong on that? True. Wasn't that oh, wicked big... weed. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yep. There was a, somebody 10 years ago doing the work of blazing the path for us. And then Bud bought him and made him an IPA producer. Hey, so um, I know we have to talk about beer one, but I wanted to jump back because, you know, you brought up the referendum and, and, and a bunch of this, you know, some of the other folks. Um, but Tyler, you mentioned your house culture um, that you're pitching the wart with. So not necessarily yeah. cool shipping and going from there. Um, right. What defines your house culture? Like what are the characteristics that it gives off into your beers that you think makes it uniquely yours? Yeah. So, so to start with the bases, just a classic Saison strain. Um, and that was combined with, um, my family has a little plot of land in Callaway, Virginia, which is about 45 minutes from here. Um, and so I went there, uh, in the lead up to opening and, uh, clipped various flowers, um and cedar and and uh there's a little bit of like wild raspberry and such growing there clipped those into little wart jars and um selected and grew up uh a little culture from those clippings and then uh combine that with the the classic saison strain so it's got a little bit of um of course that like wild forages character um but i'm able to sort of manipulate the the brews in ways to coax out more of that classic saison strain if I want it or or allow that that wild um mixed culture to shine. So I think I think we get a good balance of like a a clean saison fermentation. Um I also like to ferment a little bit a little bit cooler, like lower to mid 60s. Um and then we just get nice uh citrus stone fruit sort of aromatics in our base and that's sort of what i'm shooting for is more of more of that fruity side of things than the uh super spicy phenolic uh saison side so um kind of that nice balance and just really delicate acidity i like i like just a tiny bit um but never anything over the top yeah well now I'm dying to drink one of those instead of what I know, I'm drinking. right? That's... What I'm drinking is quite nice. If you haven't, so we screw this up all the time, Tyler. Um, oh. If you haven't started uh, drinking beer one, do it now. We're going to start talking about it. Uh, all right. But I Let hope we crack have. into this. See, goddammit, John, why do we suck at our jobs so bad? Anyway, what brings us together on Seal This Beer is a candid conversation of beer. What it's doing, not what we thought it would do. How it tastes, not how we hoped it would taste. And how much fun it is not how hard it was to get to facilitate that we drink blind out of opaque black glasses uh i am drinking from a 16 ounce can beautifully wrapped in fine foil with a giant number one on it by ours truly justin kennedy and uh i gotta tell you so a hall yeah um let's 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 give tyler a minute to catch up and wrap his head around it i am going to caveat this with I think Kennedy's figured a new way to get us in trouble and it's just giving us beers. We really like, I don't know if you remember this, but the last time we recorded, so probably two shows ago, 
on this. We ended up with over two shows, a stovepipe of daisy cutter and then a 12 ounce of some nine and a half. And I don't want to take the general condition of the world out of it, right? It's February in the scariest time for all breweries and every there's, there's just the doldrums of we got to get through to see spring and see if people come back and what's going on. And there's all that. And I've, you know, been a little miserable and a little over drinking, but it all starts at that meeting. I mean, that recording where Kennedy gave me beers I liked before we even revealed <laughs> the beer. Spiral. I was through yeah. a 12 ounce, nine and a half percent beer. And I was super excited. And then that whole day got lost. And then we jumped to the other half, 10th anniversary where everything's a triple IPA. And I've had a hard three weeks. And I woke up this morning reminding myself to be a gentleman because we're recording before noon on a Friday and I've got a long day ahead of me. And this fucking beer, I want to finish it instead of talk like this is a damn near perfect before noon on friday beer in my humble opinion what are you getting from it so yeah he's trying to kill me i think no i yeah so what's interesting about this is the first couple of sips i was you know going for it i was enjoying it and then i got this very light thread of uh like alcohol heat Mm. like like oh there's like maybe there's yeah. some booze in this wait a second <laughs> and then and then i got a little bit more um cautious um on on how fast i was drinking it but there's this really nice fruitiness to it um there's something i want to say that there's something belgian to it but i i, I yep, i'm struggling sure hot, but i'm but okay. i think it's candy sugar i think that's the alcohol heat so so Maybe, allow but, me to, but, but to derail some... you for a second. Okay. Overall for me, and I hate trite phrases that are just truth in tasting notes, but this, and maybe it's just the morning time, but this tastes strangely to me like cereal grains. Okay, like a so nondescript breakfast cereal and that sugar to it feels to me like there's a little tiny bit of clear Belgian candy sugar with like a Cezanne yeast like Tyler's been describing. But altogether, it comes together to me to feel like it's a, you know, we're in Lent, and I know you know I romanticize the idea of a doppelbock a day for the Lenten fast. Yeah. But this feels like what Belgian monks would drink during a Lenten fast rather than German monks. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if I have one of these a day, I've got everything I need to not get angry, be warmly buzzed, and have some strong grain base in my belly. And i it's yeah. it's unnerving how much I like it because I think what I like best about it is I would definitely identify it as a sweeter profile without, but it's got everything it needs to balance that sweetness. So the sweetness is ahead of some bitterness, some graininess, some richness. Now, Tyler, I hope you've had enough and you want to jump in here. Yeah, I want to hear Tyler. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. Um, it it it's also seems to have a pretty decent hop character in there yeah um, there's that bitterness kind of this, at like, the end right yeah yeah uh, it's it's definitely nicely hopped but yeah I, I some kind of belgian belgian ester profile the the point just, that i've been trying to get to for for a few minutes just really quick though is belgian-esque but there is something that is a little bit muted about it right when i think of like Belgian styles, there's usually a, a little bit more of an assertiveness to it. And maybe it's that cereal grain that you're talking about, Augie. Um, but there's something that is just 
it's it's like looking at a Belgian beer through frosted glass, right? There's something that's just a little. <laughs> about I agree. It. It's like a cleaner. Oh my god, John! That's profile. the meanest thing you've ever said in your life. No, 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 no! I don't mean it in a bad way. I don't mean it in a bad way. <laughs> But but Tyler, wow. but, somebody but, put that on the 13th anniversary T-shirt or whatever our next anniversary is. Nine. It's, it's like, like looking at a, beer at a Belgian a beer through a frosted. I'm gonna say Coors Light pint. No, oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't. Hang on, hang on. I did not mean it like barware glass. I meant it like like a window pane. Oh, I'm, imagine, I'm imagining somebody grabbing no, a no, fucking no, pint glass out of no, a freezer, filling no. it with a triple. Like here's your delirium Kevin's in an ice cold frosty pint, sir. No, like, no, that's that's not how I meant it even remotely. I meant it like looking through like a window pane of a house where like you know there's a Belgian on the other side, but you can't see it clearly because there's something that's just like slightly right, obscuring right. it. But Tyler, you you were yeah. doing similar. Yeah, like wow. it's 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 Belgian, but it's an extremely like clean um profile and and light on the the sort of phenolic side it's it's very very light yeah i think yeah. i think it's pretty it's i i wonder and i really can't let myself drink all of this beer this morning but i wonder if i did if it, as it warmed yeah i probably will but i wonder if 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 i let it like if i did a long-term drink on this can which i think it kind of deserves I wonder if the sweetness would overpower as it warms a bit. That's my only concern because there's something about, like I said, right now, as we're drinking it, the sweetness is persistent, but balanced by all the other attributes. I wonder if that goes out of whack at 55 degrees, you know what I mean? But otherwise just lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where are you drinking enjoying it? it. Justin, where am I drinking it? I I really wish I didn't have. So another topic we can get to if it's important if we talk about New York is one of the other things I have to do today is it's the 10th anniversary of Serene, my New York distributor and the only distributor I like. So I'm going to a beer party in Brooklyn at five. Um, You didn't tell me that. I thought I put it in the text. Meet me there. It's at the gate at five. But um, but what I'm saying is... It's it should be good people. You know they cover everybody we love. Uh, but you oh, know those guys, games, right? Yeah. Anyway, sorry, this yeah. is a sidetrack nobody cares about. But it'll be <laughs> yeah, it'll be fa- it'll be family Shulman at five, but so I'm staying sober enough to get drunk there. <laughs> but good but, luck. Um, I wish yeah, good luck. this was I wish this was last episode when I could just finish a whole nineteen point two a daisy cutter because I had nothing to do but go meet friends for glasses of wine after. Because this beer, I think, would just—I'd be over my skis all day. Like this is this is that push down the hill that snowballs. So breakfast. Yeah, that's beer. that's sort of the the way that I was thinking about where where I would have this. Where because I, I I do I do enjoy it, and there's something that is kind of confounding about it. But it hits that Belgian note. It's got that uh, that hop characteristic on the back end that Tyler was talking about. Um, this would this Sorry. could be one of those beers where I have a pint of it somewhere, and then it's like I'm gonna have a second just to kind of see how it does, and then and then like five hours later, yeah. What's the background noise? 
Sorry, um, I just had a delivery pop in. Oh, that's here. fine. That's fine. <laughs> I thought it was Cass again. If it's you, it's fine. You're the guest. We are yours to service. Talk as you may, but so if it was I'll Cass again, it was time to discipline. So Tyler, <laughs> where 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 would you drink this beer? Oh, where? Mm. I don't know. I'm really I'm really digging it a lot. So I would uh, I feel like this is like a nice. This could be a fall evening kind of beer, or uh, could also be enjoyable on like a hike or something. Mm, like end of a nice. hike. All right, Kennedy, uh, tell us so we can move back so, to, to Blind House and its art. So you guys were like all around, all over this. This is actually a collaboration between Allagash and Crown and Hops. And it's a blend of Allagash's. Oh, is this um, a trail? Curate. This is called Curate. This is a blend of their Curio beer with Hops and Crowns Eight Trill Pilsner. So it's a blend of Pilsner and Wait, barrel aged. Two simple. beers poured together. Yeah, that's cool. I Wait, felt like they're different breweries. Like a yeah, from two Wait, different breweries. Wait, is a Curio a whiskey? A whiskey triple? Yeah, it's a whiskey barrel age or bourbon barrel age triple. I don't, I didn't oh, get wow. any of that. I didn't even I get any of that. out of Curio, though, to be honest with you. Um, so, wait, showed up for is Alagash like, like canning a black beer. and tan? <laughs> <laughs> it's I, not black. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, no, but Curio is a, when, it's a golden Remember when beer. Harp Bash tried to cross brand 25 years ago and claim they were clanning? Oh, with the turtle spoon? Whatever it was. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Interesting. Cur Curio, um, though, is a, is a triple, though. It's a light color. Yeah, it's a triple. So it's yeah. yeah. So that's that's the So basically, they watered down a triple with Pilsner, yep. which is why we had the, the candy sugar notes and so on. Mm -hmm. But uh, yep. we're confused by the hot presence and the dryness. Wild. Interesting six, fucking five, Definitely cool. Yeah, six I thought it was half. cool, too. Yeah. So that's why I picked it. Six and a half, yeah. Nice, nice, so nice I don't can know too. the other people. Obviously, I know Allagash because so, Kennedy's on the payroll. But who are Crowns the other and people? Hops. Crowns and Hops is a black-owned brewery out in L.A., I believe. Yeah, Tio and Benny. Is, uh, they're great. Yeah, this is yeah. a benef benefit for um, Eight Trill Initiative, a development fund with the goal of achieving racial equality in beer. Neat. So it's well, a, fuck, a benefit. That's awesome. Benefit. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. That was, that was I, a cool beer. I, I'd like to see the logistics of marrying these two beers. <laughs> I was wondering right? about that as well. I'm sure we can I've get got to suspect. I've got to suspect the LA guys came to Allagash and brewed something and they combined it there. Or Allagash went to LA and brewed something and they combined it. I can't imagine somebody drove Wirt. No. An IBC tote across the country. Speaking of Wirt. Speaking <laughs> of Wirt. Yeah, speaking of driving Wirt around. Let's, Tyler, let's, how, let's get how back far... to our guest. Speaking of nominative determinism, right? Yeah. Tyler... How, how, how far do you think it's safe for Wart to travel from its brew source uh, to its fermentation? And we, well? we mean the stuff you're driving around, not the name on your license. And if you leave at noon Eastern, <laughs> traveling 60 miles an hour going eastward, <laughs> and Cass. Well, uh, uh, I, for the first nine months, I was brewing at, um, 
my buddy's brewery down in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, a lesser known beer company. And uh, that's about a two hour trek. So I was driving down there brewing and, and trekking work back two hours and was working out. Okay. I don't know that I'd. How many barrels? Too much at that. 10. Uh, about 10 barrels. Okay. Yeah. Now, is that because of your open top fermenter size? Right. Like, like you couldn't, brew I could, 20 I at could, this point, right. I could fit more. Um, okay. It was just a matter of uh, Ryan, uh, who's one of the owners of Western Known. We used to work together previously. Um, we've got a good relationship, and that he he offered to to help me get started by brewing down there on there at at their spot. So they're a ten barrel, and so that's just what perfect. Yeah, how it worked yeah, out. Totally makes sense. Um, but now I brew down neat. the block a little bit easier. Really? Like, like, could you hand truck if you could fit 10 barrels on a hand truck or do you still have to drive? What's down the block? I, um, I forklift the tote just down the block. There's a brewery oh, about awesome. less, less than a block away. And, now, uh, how did that come together? Did they open after you or did you purposely open near them? Um, they, they were open before. Um, and, okay. and we were just looking for a spot that was kind of, there's, there's a little cluster of, of breweries in this area that's sort of towards downtown, and that's just kind of where the spaces were available and and where it made the most sense. So that that kind of happens later. Yeah, um, the opportunity to brew down there. That's that. That sounds great. Um, so you heard me just bitching about you know the the end of February at the end of a couple hard years and what's going on, and I had a a another new jersey brewery who will remain anonymous reach out to me recently they opened right around the time you did and mm -hmm. they're currently terrified by how bleak january and february went which did two things to my psyche which was make me nervous and awkward and aware of all the hard times everybody's going through but also reassure him that that it's always darkest before the dawn the end of february is always terrifying and to muddle through and at least see his way through spring to see what was going on, which were words I was saying to myself as well. How is it being in your ninth month this year in a community? Like, are you, are you feeling positive and, and, you know, I mean, how is the beer culture for you down there? Um, you know, is it supporting you? You're, you're still very hopeful in keeping forward. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if not, I will give you the same words. Like I just, I, I felt the need to remind him that I don't think there's any great beer business in February. You know what I mean? So sure. I'm just checking in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, uh, you know, it hasn't been a cakewalk for sure. Um, but I guess part of the benefit of, of opening during this time is like, this is, this is just what I know. I didn't, you know, start uh, when things were all, gangbusters and now i'm you know going through the the rough stretch it's just kind of you know starting at a, a lower expectation point <laughs> in a way <laughs> but um, that's, that's but, fair that's a good enough yeah yeah you know and that's and so that's just what i know and um we've had ebbs and flows for sure but overall i i definitely feel hopeful it feels like yeah. kind of as we we turned um 
got through the holidays, finished out this year and, and are heading into this new one. It feels like we're starting to gain some traction um, and, and people are really responding well to the beer and it's, it's something different. It's not, you know, what we're doing is just um, not really offered in this general area at all. And so I think that's refreshing for, for people. And, um, so yeah, I, I do feel hopeful. Um, you know, like I said, it hasn't been perfect or easy. Um, but, uh, it feels like things are heading in the right direction. Right on. Um, so the other thing Kennedy told me is that you listen to the show. So let us say thank you, Oh gosh. but I thought it might be fun. Well, yeah, Kennedy's like, he, he knows the show. I was like, well, that's amazing. I can't believe anybody listens to us. But I guess what I would, the the question I wanted to ask you as somebody who does listen to the show is. Is what do you is think there, about boats? Yeah. yeah. How much do you love boat? Um, no, what I what I really <laughs> wanted to say, fuck you, John Hall, was, um, you know, so so I was kind of wondering, like, I realized, especially as I got really tanked in our last episode, that there's a whole bunch of threads we pick at that might be interesting that we just drop. So being a brewer and not a writer, I'm much more interested in what the brewers think about. So is there any, anything we've said along the way where you were like, why didn't you ever come back to that? You two morons. Or is there anything you're doing? You wished we'd talked about. Cause I'd love to hear that topic introduced by not me and John trying to generate it. If not, you know, your homework wasn't to listen to 50 episodes. But you know what I mean? Like, I was wondering if there was any, like, why don't you, like, you guys always start talking about this, and then John says he hates boat, and the whole world ends. But, you know, like, is there any of that? Anything you wished we focused? Can we make the show better for a listener? Oh, man. I I can't think of anything offhand. Fine. Um, Um, Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) That's five stars. Hey, can we talk about beer two for a minute? Well, let's more talk about the fact that so that Justin's trying to kill us with booze. Yeah, Justin's clearly trying to kill us with I love booze. You, Justin. However, this one might be a better idea than the last one because every sip I have of this, even though I clearly like what it's doing, is strong enough to make me pull back. Whereas that other one was just sneaking by the gates, if you will. This one's like, whoop, that's a monster. Yeah, Behave one... yourself. Remember how back <laughs> in the day, like when this is like even like when we started this show where people were doing a lot of big boozy imperial whatevers and there was always a conversation at least that i would have around like boy that's really hot that's coming on hot and then invariably somebody would say and it was usually me let's give this a couple of years to lay down and let it mellow (laughs) out right this this beer immediately took me back to those days where i'm like hey I appreciate a lot of what's happening here. I'd like to come back to this beer in five years, let it get yeah. a little bit of oxidation. Um, like but, decant you know, it. Like we should decant it right but, now. Yeah, but like force it to blow out, out a bit. <laughs> um, because like I don't, I don't hate it. But there's and there's this like fun little grape thing, like this, mm. like like fermented candy grape, like that I'm getting at the at the back end of it. Not sugary, but like like rich and kind of full like there's there's a fun thing on the back end but i'd love for that to be just a little bit more defined that i think only it comes is 
it is full right now everything it's doing for me it's doing against the hop right like it's big booze big big ridiculous sugar but the hop is just everything comes back around to that super dry tongue scraping ibu bitterness um the first thing i thought this is giving me a it's American that rubbing of whole wheat hops vibes. on the back end too. Yeah. See, you got barley white. So what's funny is, and I know we're not supposed to guess, but it is in that kind of classic 1999 bottle shape. Keep in mind it's wrapped in foil, so we can feel that. And the first sip I had, I thought to myself, also time of year. I know I'm not supposed to put all this shit on it, but I can't not bring my own baggage to it. But when I saw the bottle shape, smelled and tasted the beer, and knowing it's the third week of February. Oh, I I kind of wanted to Google and see if Trogues had made a imperial nugget nectar this year. I they right like they did. Oh, yeah. like if you double, double nugget nectar, this is what it would taste to me. Like I could see that. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm not I don't even know that they ever did that. No, they did me, it for it immediate like... release. I'm looking at the press release right now. Uh, got a four pack in my fridge. Double nugget nectar? Yes, sir. Double imperial amber ale called double double nugget nectar, nine and a half percent limited. That ticks Uh, every ah, box for ah. what I'm getting out of this. You guys are wrong, by the way. That's fine. I'm just telling you. I'm here to report the news that there is a double. Look at look at how happy Kennedy is. We're wrong. (laughs) Fuck off, Kennedy. Um, Usually when you guys guess, you get it right. Fucker who gave us fourteen percent beer. Um, it's not, you know, not what's interesting high. about this though, is that grape thing that I'm, that I'm still getting, there is very much whole cone hop rubbings, like mid palate. Like I'm starting to get some of that like green, fresh hop flavor mid palate as I'm, as I'm now earnestly sipping on this like Uh, i said it's it's all about whatever the hop is um since kennedy told us it's not nugget nectar i guess i get to pull back and not look like the asshole when we reveal it to be my own milk stout right um Uh, tyler what else what else is this doing yeah tyler you chime back in and yeah don't say i mean i'm with you (laughs) no i mean i'm with you guys so the the hop character is is really driving everything it's it's very intense um and yeah i just keep coming back to like it it feels like bigfoot or something like that i'm just getting oh big that's what it is big body um that's what it is it's a giant amber ale that they call a barley wine tyler's right it is bigfoot (laughs) yeah Um, it's bigfoot it's an amber ale they call a barley wine it's got it it's 2024 (laughs) bigfoot yeah oh John, you, you already the, touched on this. Now that you got to let it sit for a couple of years, I don't. I don't but, want. Yeah. This. How long do you age your Bigfoot? <laughs> it's a little too how fresh. How long do you age Bigfoot? Uh, five years. Is that right? I want to say it was Bigfoot. Where I remember hearing a story from Terrence Sullivan at Sierra Nevada years ago that they had all of these cases in their warehouse in Chico, and I mean, like their warehouse is like the you know the scene from Raiders. Uh, at the end, that's how big it is. And <laughs> they uh, they were making room, and they started dumping old Bigfoot that had just been sitting in a corner. And Terrence had to be, uh, happened to be walking through the warehouse at the time. It was like, hang on a second, let me try one of these just to see, you know, how it is. And it's like ten year old Bigfoot at the time, and he immediately had them stop 
dumping this stuff. Like, this is delicious. And, and thus the reserve series now. was born. Um, so I, I don't know, Kennedy, I, I, I feel like you have an opportunity now to go get some mm -hmm. fresh Bigfoot and then try to trick us five years from now. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, but That's wait, so, so, so we talk about Farley White is life on here a bunch and I've never really understood the faction. There's like, do you know the really group, Tyler? Tyler, do you know yeah, it? Yeah, I'm familiar. So there's a yeah. faction of people who advocate Bigfoot as a barley wine, and there's a faction of people who hate those people. <laughs> and and it never really occurred to me what anybody was talking about until I tasted this beer, because this is not a barley wine. It's not how I would. This again, is a, five, that's why this I want five a, years from now. But this is a, maybe five years from now it's a barley wine, but right now it's a monster IPA with tons of right. i'm assuming it's a Cascade triple ipa i'm not yeah. disagreeing with that yeah and i guess if this is a barley wine then 120 is definitely a barley wine wasn't wasn't avery's <laughs> maharaja originally a barley wine they rebranded it is that right i don't know i don't that's know that's interesting as far yeah. as double ipas go uh formative avery yeah oh for sure yeah Dude, this is, this is, yeah, this is all about hops. Yeah. Huh. No, it's Sierra it, Nevada. It, what do you expect? Oh, sure. <laughs> is but this, I guess every time I've had it, it's been older. Because I've had it and been like, oh, that makes sense. That's lovely. I, I, know they, I, mean, one, I think two years I, ago. Coffee and talk. Yeah. I know that they use whole cone hops in all of their beer. Um, do they put fresh hop in this? I don't know. Is anybody I don't know enough sure, about no. this beer. The, sure. All I know now, yeah, the only thing I've learned about Sierra Nevada in the last year is have a healthy fear of that 12-ounce can with the gold and white label on it. Oh, hop. What uh, was that beer? Hop torpedo. The Magnum hop, thing? Hop the Magnum thing. Yeah. The Magnum uh, hop. Yeah. Hop that fucking Magnum. beer. Man, that took that... Hubble, For a guy who's been practicing staying in his lane, that took me the fuck out of my lane. Wow, that beer was nuts. Um, yeah, I guess. And I guess if I don't know, that's all fun. All right. So, Tyler, what else should we talk about? We've gone already over all our time, as we always do, mostly because we had to <laughs> learn about Valentine's Day. But um, but you know, tie it up for yourself. You listen to the show, you know how these things end. What did you wish you talked about that we ran you over on? Can we visit you, Tyler? Oh. What's your uh... yeah? Let's do all that shit. Yeah, Is yeah. There a tap room? Come visit. Uh, we do have a tap room. Um, we're right, yeah, right in the uh, downtown-ish area of Roanoke, um, where there's kind of a growing little brewery district happening. Um, also, Roanoke is is a pretty awesome town. I think uh, pretty underrated. You know, we're surrounded by. Uh, Blue Ridge Mountains. We've got excellent hiking, mountain Shenandoah biking. Shenandoah River. Uh, the James <laughs> and it. and stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I see where you're going. <laughs> I can't help myself. Um, I can't help myself. I grew up in the '70s, mostly in doctors' offices. Anyway, go on. <laughs> fair. Yeah, yeah. But fair. yeah, it's it's just a great uh, kind of. It's a big town, small city vibe. Uh, lots of great outdoor recreation. Um, we're like 20 minutes from the most 
photograph spot on the Appalachian Trail. So that's pretty cool. Um, so I think I think it's a great town to visit. It, it's uh, a place that's that's on the ascent. Um, nice, and... John. Should we cancel Rochester and go down to Rona? Uh, why not both? Come on down. There are multiple direct direct daily direct flights, flights from, from uh, Laguardia. I flew there. I'm mostly, ju I'm mostly just no, trying to get a reaction out of my to Roanoke. <laughs> mostly just trying to get a reaction out of my Rochester to Roanoke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's stop at every R town between Rochester and Roanoke and record a show. There you <laughs> go. Stop at Rumson. That's easy. All right. Well, thanks sure. for coming on, man. It was real nice to talk to you. Sorry we haven't seen you since 19, but you know all the gaps that have happened over the last five years. Um, what right. you're doing that's sounds right. fascinating to me. You listen to the show, you know, that's the, I believe if that beer finds its place in its traction, like some of us hope it will, everything else will fall in line. You know, yeah, there's, I mean, no, I think it there's should. no, there's no anecdote or antidote for the artificiality of seltzer culture than beautifully dynamic, clean, small, you know, mixed ferment beer. So keep fucking doing that. And we appreciate it. I you. agree. Yeah, thanks. thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me right, on. Cass, Cass, raise fun. some money, motherfucker. Yes, patreon.com slash steal this beer. Thank you to all of you that kick us to patroons. We really appreciate it. It lets us get beers to the guests and God knows what else. Uh, steal this beer podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we didn't get any letters about dip. So, you know, I guess we're moving on to the next thing. So send us some love letters or some hate mail. We will gladly read it here on the air. Uh, see what we're drinking. Dips. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, dips. Yeah, don't you remember last week's episode? Guacamole, no, guacamole and blue cheese. Nobody remembers last week's episode. Too many, <laughs> too much cutter in the gut. Oh. Uh, see what we're drinking on Untapped. Steal this beer. Uh, follow us on all the social medias at Steal This Beer. Um, I think that covers it. All right, y'all get at us. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you.